What up, y'all? It's Dykeo the Poet, and this is the Poet Special. I think I think we're gonna go with that, for sure. Anyway, so today, uh, I have... This is actually one of my favorite poems, and it's more recent than a lot of the poems I read on here, because, like I said, like as a poet, I've been having some artistic writer's block for I don't know how long now, but it's been too long, you know? So, okay, so this poem I got here is called To the Unnamed Goddess. Now, a lot of people, like, well, most people I think notice about me, I'm spiritual, right? So, I believe in, well, basically everything. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to explain for me, myself, but basically, like, I guess, like, the broad way of saying it was be, I believe in everything, you know, God, uh, the universe, um, and a lot of different things, most likely, I believe in it, you know, because, I mean, to me, it just makes so much sense, whatever, um, I'm gonna get into this poem, and then I think you'll see more of what I mean with the, because this poem was like one of the first or even really only poems I did expressing my spirituality or really saying anything about my spirituality. Like so, some parts of it will like come out in different poems and stuff like that, but it like I never expressed it so, um, what's the word? Visibly, I guess. Um, So let's get into this poem and then let's get into the explanation. (laughs) Okay, here we go. To the goddess in my dreams whose long locks are laced with lemon and sealed with honey, the goddess whose hands are made of medicinal healing and arms of warmth like no other, the goddess whose lips are filled with wisdom with which she uses to whisper the secrets of the universe to me like an unsung poem, the goddess who cleanses me in her aura of white sage incense and palio santo sticks to prepare me for the negativity that will come to pass during my time here on earth. To be clear, I'm dedicating this to the goddess whose skin smells of oak and pine just as dark and divine as her presence, big and bold as her statue with her held up, her head held up much higher than the Eiffel Tower. Yes, the goddess whose legs carry me to deliverance and whose wings ward off spiritual warfare like black tourmaline. The goddess whose breath blows cool, fresh night air in the face of those who cannot see nor feel her near. I'm talking about the goddess whose teeth holds black joy like bok choy when she smiles. The goddess who replays only the best memories in her eyes like old movie reruns of only the classics. The goddess who, when my thoughts run rampant, she scoops me up and flies me to the spiritual plane where where time stands still like leaves with no breeze and she calms me. The goddess who looks after me like a guardian angel or celestial being and has become my happy place the only person who i can turn to when the rest of the world is speaking in tongues the goddess who continues to rescue me time and time again thank you truly and sincerely from the bottom of my heart i thank you okay 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 so let's get into it okay i'm sorry i feel like i sound really weird because it's like, oh, whatever. We're not even going to get into that right now. <laughs> um, this poem is like, well, it's a thank you note for sure. I think that was very obvious. It's a thank you note. Now, when I speak of, like, when I read this poem, people automatically think I'm talking about a a, uh, an actual, a person, like a lover or something like that. And let's squash that. I'm not talking about a lover or anything like that, you know? Um... Uh, so with me being spiritual, that I believe in, um, 
spirits, angels, gatekeepers, etc., etc. And there's a whole lot more that goes into that. Now, this person I'm speaking of, she's a guardian of mine, a guardian angel. Or no, there's another word that I'm looking for, I think. Um, a spirit guide? I think it's either like a spirit guide or a guardian, whatever, whatever, right? But this guardian was there for me in my time of need. Like, honestly, like when I, and I didn't, like, I didn't know who she was. Like, it's not like I was like, you know, like physically speaking to this person. But, I mean, can I even really call her a person? I don't know. But it's not like I was even really physically speaking to this goddess really because that's what and okay so basically it was like um when I would be like like down bad like like I would be feeling just horrible like oh like at the worst times of my life you know I would retreat into my into my head but it was like this place it was like a galaxy you know like it looked like um just a bunch of stars just it was so beautiful and and she would come and she would lay with me and it was at first when I was a kid um because you know first I'm seeing her when I was a kid when I was a kid she was this really beautiful dark-skinned black woman and she had an afro and I remember thinking oh my god she's gorgeous right and basically she would just lay with me and just comfort me you know just kind of chill with me for a while so I didn't have to deal with the world as it is you know and then when I got older she 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 had locks and I don't know what that's about but hey you know she she ended up having locks and I like I recall I, like the first time I recall seeing her after a kid would be probably like my freshman year in high school or like right before my freshman year in high school yeah, like the summer before my freshman year in high school, I had a lot of figuring out to do. And there's something so comforting about the presence of black women. I actually have a poem about black women. It's actually, let me see if I can find that real quick. Because if so, y'all about to hear it. Um, let me go see if I can find that. Okay, but anyway, I just found something so comforting about the presence of black women, which is probably why she is a black woman, you know, but anyway, I learned later on in life that she was a spirit guide or a guardian or whatever you want to call her, um, it's just like, it's like I said, she was just, you know, lay with me, she would just lay with me and comfort me while I would, was crying or in pain, whether it was physical or mentally, whatever it was, she was just there, you know? And I love that so much. Anyway, so let me get, okay, let me get to some parts of the poem that I love. And then, because I, I did find the other poem and you guys will be hearing it. But anyway, so let me get into some parts of the poem that I love, you know? Uh, the first part, obviously, to the goddess and my dreams who lo- whose long locks are laced with lemon and silver honey. So when I wrote that, I actually just learned about that method of locking your hair. Um, it doesn't work for me specifically, but I love the idea of it, of how, you know, 
just how natural it is because it feels so untouched by man you know it just it just feels like closer to nature and to me closer to nature is closer to spirituality because it's so it's i don't know i i love nature me personally and you know that's probably why i felt like it was just a great you know just something beautiful right now um the part why i said to be clear i'm dedicating this to the goddess whose skin smells of oak and pine just as dark and divine as her presence okay now this this guardian she has oh she got a presence on her you can feel her okay like she yeah you could i'm i think i'm gonna just leave it at that like you can really feel her when you're next to her you know well not you she mine you feel me but <laughs> when i'm next to her i can really feel her you know and the skin yes you know it smells as of open pine because like i said like the whole natural thing to me there's something just immaculate about that you know and, oh and she is a dark skin i, I think i already said that actually <laughs> here i go I, I do that a lot whatever but yeah you know she's she's dark skin only reason i mentioned that is because i did say as dark and divine and i was talking about like her skin color when i said that and to my non-spiritual folks or maybe just people who don't use this stuff i guess um the goddess who who's, who cleanses me in her aura of white sage incense and paleocento sticks those are both just like uh cleansing tools for really whatever um I usually use it to like cleanse like my room, my house, etc., etc., just so I can, you know, feel safer. It's supposed to like um, cleanse like negative energy or any negativity left within that space, you know? Just, yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing when I said um, the goddess whose legs carry me to deliverance and whose wings ward off spiritual warfare like black tourmaline, black tourmaline is a protection stone meant to ward off spiritual warfare and really i think all type of like uh negativity is supposed to ward that off you know i actually have a black tourmaline necklace but that's besides the point anyway um now i i'm sorry it's two in the morning when i'm making this episode so (laughs) yeah y'all gonna have to bear with me here you know with the yawning and such anyway um where is it? Oh, dang, I just had it and I lost it. Okay, okay, here's what I said. Okay, I said, um, to the goddess who blow, uh, whose breath blows cool, fresh night air in the face of those who cannot see nor feel her near. Now, I specifically chose that because to me, like, night air feels so good, you know? And this guardian, she's, she's not... She's nothing negative. She's made of all positivity, you know, in, in my head anyway. So she wouldn't do anything violent. But, you know, for those who, who can't see her, you know, they can feel that little that little night air, you know, that little breeze, you feel me? And then a lot of this, a lot of it really does not need explaining. Like, it just makes sense. It just clicks to me. It just clicks. Anyway, let me get into this uh, poem for black women that I made. And it's it's named Black Woman, I think. Yeah, I made this a minute ago. I don't, I don't. Ooh, I don't know how I'm feeling about this. Okay, y'all about to hear it anyway. I don't care, y'all. Y'all go, you're gonna hear it. Okay. Okay. Dang, I'm nervous. Okay, <laughs> we gonna get into it. First, God created Black man. 
big as a tree, strong enough to move mountains and fast enough to outrun a cheetah. Then, God had a better idea. He created black woman. Hold on. (laughs) I'm going to start over for y'all because I feel like I'm going through it over here. Hold on. Okay. Okay. it is 2 a.m. I'm sorry for all the yawning excessive stops whatever okay first God created black man big as a tree strong enough to move mountains and fast enough to outrun a cheetah then God had a better idea he created black woman she is small and fragile in appearance yet as ferocious as ferocious as a lion tearing apart its prey Women be a different breed entirely. While men are built like water bottles, women are built like lava lamps. Their bodies curve, their body curves be a maze and their mouths be the maps guiding my hands. Their skin be silk for it is so soft it turns velvet. Their lips be the juiciest fruit in the garden not even Adam could resist taking a bite. Their eyes be an oracle for she can see the emotions you think are hidden away like treasure lost at sea. A black woman just knows. It's as if God blessed them with the wisdom of heaven and earth. The black woman is Mother Nature. So often our ebony queens are ripped from their thrones and the ones at fault be a black man saying things like, I don't date black girls or black girls are hella ghetto or oh yeah, you pretty for dark skin. Then at the same time, you'll cry, white men are taking our women. You forget for you to be a black man, you must have been held in a black woman's womb. Y'all always say you like your girls, light skin, bright skin, or maybe even white skin, but I think that any black woman has just the right skin. They say no one can understand a black man like a black woman, so following that theory, no one can understand a black woman like a black woman. It's just science. I mean, we live in a time where y'all are so stuck up on good hair that falls to the ground that you don't understand that their hair stands up like a crown. Y'all can have Becky with the good hair because I believe the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, and the darker the skin, the deeper the roots. So while y'all are off somewhere being pulled over by a cop asking your girlfriend if she's okay or did the big black man hurt you, I'll be in the motherlands ruling beside my queen on her rightful throne where no man can ever throw her off again. Thank you. Thank you. Please hold the applause. Hold the applause. Okay. That was a little bit cringy. We're not going to talk about it. Anyway. (laughs) I actually, okay. It's been a minute since I've actually read this poem, and I really, I love this poem. I really do. And I th- it's so obvious what this is about, but okay, I want to clear up a few things, okay? When I said that thing, wh- where'd it go? Um, y'all always say y'all like your girls light skin, bright skin, or maybe even white skin, but I think that every black woman has just the right skin. I was in no way throwing shots at light skinned black women at all, and I just want to make that clear. Like I said, I think that any black woman has just the right skin. But what I'm talking about is specifically is the black, I mean, sorry, the colorism in the black community and the shaming of dark skin. That's that's what I'm talking about. I'm in no way trying to shame light-skinned women, okay? Or, you know, make it seem like they're any less black because they are not, okay? Anyway, besides that, this was just, you know... I believe this is, I wrote this at the time, 
when the riots were going on. Yeah, this is June 3rd, 2020. Yeah, I wrote this June 3rd, 2020. So yeah, this was at the time where the riots were going on and they were going crazy. And I'm just like... And I was I was just seeing so much like with the black community because it was like, you know, we was fighting so hard for um, George Floyd. But then... For, I don't know I don't know exactly what it was but it was just like during this like black women they were fighting so hard for black men and I was seeing black men literally just spit in their faces and it's like what's what is going on I'm not talking about specifically like during the right times this was happening although it was happening then too I'm just talking about in general it just made it just it was making me mad Okay, yeah, it was making me mad just, like, how hard these black queens were fighting for these black men, and then they were just, they were literally just disregarding that. And it was so, it was just gross to me. Now, I also want to clear up this. When I put, um, so following that theory, no one can understand a black woman like a black woman. That's just science, you know? Um, I was, half of me was trying to be funny, you know? But the other half was like, hey... Honestly, if we think about it, did I lie? Tell me, did I lie? I'm in no way trying to convert nobody, though. If you're not gay, baby, you're not gay, and that's okay. But <laughs> for the ones that are gay, they know what I'm talking about, okay? That's, I'm going to just leave that one right there, actually. And I love, there's a lot of things I really love about this poem. Like, one thing that I said that I really believe to be true is there are their eyes be an oracle for she can see the emotions you think are hidden away like a treasure lost at sea now listen i don't know if y'all have ever had any type of proximity to a black woman but i swear to god they are magical why am i talking like i'm not a well anyway i'm black okay (laughs) let me just say that but yeah um if y'all ever been in any type of proximity to a black woman it's just like it's it's something it's so first of all i feel like their hugs are just so warm and i love that so okay hold on before i go any further i want to say i'm also not um well it can't even be misconstrued as me bashing other races but i'm not saying that they're any less i'm just saying that i really love black women this is this is my black woman appreciation post right here i love black women okay but what I'm saying is like this, just something about like, you know, the hugs be so warm. It's just like there's something so natural about ble- being with a black woman. And that's probably why like my image of of a guardian of a goddess would be a black woman, you know, because like that's just the way that they are. And like, like I said, it feels like a black woman just always knows. Exactly. There's so many times I've been talking to black women. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. And they're like, girl, mm, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. And then it's like, it's only ever black women that really just kind of understand, you know? And that's another reason why I said, you know, the black woman is mother nature. You know? <laughs> it just, that's exactly, because to me, that's exactly what they are. Every time I think of mother nature, I think of a black woman. I like I don't I can't remember a time I ever thought that Mother Nature was anything other than a black woman. Every time that it was said, I and you know what's crazy? I I thought that everybody thought this until like you look up pictures of Mother Nature and then you see like a white woman coming up from the ground and it's like oh okay that's different. But ever since a kid, every since I heard like every time I heard the term Mother Nature, the first thing I thought of was a black woman. 
but anyway and another thing is well okay I think I'm gonna just leave that one at that and I feel like yeah yeah I would just leave that one at that um I do love this poem actually and I feel like it's something that well I'm sorry I'm cracking my knuckles but I feel like it's something that is relevant you know the whole colorism thing it's relevant you know and it's almost always relevant in the black community and it's sad almost to see just how relevant it is you know because i think oftentimes we forget that like um what am i trying to say exactly okay for me all the media that i consume it's usually about black love so because i'm always in this bubble i sometimes forget that colorism exists until i am reminded (laughs) uh a lot of times it's a very harsh reminder and it's always me seeing a black man talking down on black women now when i i'm not i'm no way saying that it's only black men that are colorists i'm just saying that a lot of times that that is the people being colorish you know it's usually mostly them you know and it's really sad i'm no way saying that it's all of them but most of the time that you see it it's them you know and it's really sad it's really sad in a lot of ways but um yeah wait i feel like i was talking about something else and i kind of just went off into a rant um i guess i'll just leave that there because what else is there to say black women are magical that's my belief if you don't believe that you're wrong but anyway (laughs) yeah speaking of black women um i have i have a poem (laughs) that sounds like a little kid but i have another poem i i don't know if you guys are interested but i'm gonna just i might just i might just read it because why not you know it was okay okay it's called it's called all the things i never thought and it was about the time because we're already we're already talking about beautiful black women and stuff let's talk about the time that i was in love with a woman that was black let's let's talk about the time i was in love with a black woman um yeah i think it might as well you feel me i mean it really does not have to do much with the topic so i might just do this in another episode no we're gonna do it now because um, I'm up still, so I need something to do. <laughs> okay, that's not the point. Alright, let's get into this. It's called All the Things I Never Thought. Oh, and, and for reference, for reference, this is a poem, uh, if you, if you listen to my last episode, the How I Miss You poem, and the, um, what's it called? It's How I Miss You, and the other one, Oh, I Hate This Feeling, those two poems were also about this same woman okay yeah i I just want to put that i don't know why i thought they need to put that out there actually but it's out there now so on to the next we about to listen to this one well y'all about to listen to this one this poem i have to stop being so tongue-tied first i'm trying to okay hold on i'm gonna try to read this as clearly as possible When I said I loved you, what I really meant was I would take a bullet for you. I meant I'd be your your pillow and your punching bag, that I'd somehow shapeshift into a force field. I'd keep you safe. 
I'd be the protection God put in place so that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Never thought of how much my love would weigh on your shoulders. Didn't think about how suffocating this pillow would be or how claustrophobic this force field would make you. I left no room for air. Never thought air would be all you needed. When you said you loved me, I thought we'd love the same way. I showed you love the way I needed it. You showed me love the way I needed it. So who showed you love the way you needed it? Happiness isn't a safety net, and love isn't bulletproof. Hell, it isn't even foolproof. My love, I'd still take a bullet for you, but I can't stop loving you. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry that just ruined the whole thing. But yeah, so let's, let's let's get into the breakdown real quick. Let's get into the breakdown. So I think it's pretty, well, it might not be very clear exactly what I'm talking about here, so I'm going to explain it to you. But it's just kind of like, um, there were times when she said that she needed space, but both how I express love and how I experience love is through affection and attention, you know? So when that happened, it was like a whole little shift for me where it was just like, wait, 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 wait a minute. I don't know. I, I no longer feel loved, you know, and 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 because that because I thought you know because I was no longer feeling loved I was like okay what if she's feeling the same way let me let me give her back that love even though she was telling me baby I need space you know and that was like this is this is an accountability poem really you know it's yeah it's an accountability poem I'm once again taking accountability for what I did um or for the part that I played I guess this is part of my healing process really but yeah it's, it's part of me taking accountability for my part, the part that I played, you know? And, okay, so the end part, I said, my love, I still take a bullet for you, but I can't stop loving you. I feel like, okay, that part of it was, it was kind of really selfish, actually. Because it was like, you know, I, I could still be this protection for you. Because that's, that's also, you know, one of the ways that I show my love. I'm protective, you know? Not possessive, not possessive. Okay, I'm not even a jealous person for real, but protective. I want to make sure that you're safe at all times. And that's one of the ways I show my love. Anyway, so that my love, I still take a bullet for you part. It's it's that it's that showing up. It's that you know I still want to be your protection, everything like that. But I don't know how to love you the way that you need to be loved. And at the time, she needed to be loved by giving her space, and I did not know how to do that. So it was like a really selfish part of the poem, honestly. But let me get into these other parts. Um, like, okay, yeah, like the whole thing about um, about being a pillow and a punching bag. Specifically, what I meant by that was uh, the pillow part obviously being your comfort and the punching bag part being the person that you, um, that you ran to. Not necessarily release your anger on because if you hit me, baby, I'll hit you back. But um, <laughs> just, you know, just like all the frustration that you gain from the world you can come you can tell me about it you can get it all out that's what I meant by that you know and one of my favorite lines is I'd be the protection God put in place so that no weapon formed against you shall prosper anybody who grew okay I'm not a Christian you know but I grew up listening to gospel music okay so anybody who grew up listening to gospel music has heard that song and I'm not gonna sing that song because I can't sing but I love that song okay and not only that, it's obviously, it's a, it's a Christian saying, you know? 
but I just felt like I just wanted to put the power behind it to see just just how serious I was, you know, like to the point, you know, like if anybody tried to hurt you, I am your layer of armor, that type of thing, you know. Anyway, you know, and and okay, in the beginning part, I just want to make this, I just want to say this, you know, because I'm gonna have to go soon, but. The beginning part, I said, when I said I loved you, what I really meant was i take a bullet for you. That thing is, it's actually how I determine when I love somebody. When I feel like I I want to protect you to the point where I will literally take a bullet for you. I will step in front of death for you. That's how I know when I love somebody. Now, everybody, they, they, they figure out the way that they love somebody their own way. But for me, for me, that like if I could visualize myself actually taking a bullet for you and it feels like something that I would do I love you <laughs> whether it's in a platonic way or a romantic way that is how I I see if I love you you know like, and I won't say it until I mean it specifically because of that you know anyway 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 we're okay I gotta go now and cause my time my time here is up um trying to only do like uh 30 minute episodes because y'all don't know this but i can talk i can really just i could go on and on and on for days and y'all never hear the end of it and i don't want to do that to y'all because i love y'all yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know about that actually i take it back because i don't know if i would take a bullet for y'all y'all are i don't know y'all you know anyway uh Gotta go now. This has been Daikyo the Poet. See you in the next episode.